Hello, Hello from, from the children, children of planet Earth. fellow rangers and welcome to the it's not like the finale just so you know you haven't listened to this season at all no i've not you haven't been i've not been on it you haven't been over in however long <laughs> i've been recording this thing uh but I, this, don't, I don't even know what we're doing this yeah, you season. don't know the topic no idea because you don't listen don't know the name don't know the theme music it's the ranger ryan show you don't know the theme music okay that's you, fine but we, you went back to theme music because we were doing cold opens for a while but that's because we got canceled yeah and I then I canceled like you yeah. for a season. Well, you might have to cancel me again. I mean, did you hear that last podcast you and I did on mine? Well, I'm not directing people to your show because <laughs> they might get they might think that I'm part of your like weird cult. Um, so no, you're part of my normal cult. My weird cult I reserve for other people. That's true. So we have been doing a season without you. When I say we, I mean myself. <laughs> Ryan and all of his extra personalities. And there's only 12 of them. Okay. But Podcast Ryan has uh, been doing a season of marketing fails throughout the 21st century. Okay. okay. That's actually pretty cool. So we've done every year. Yeah. Up into 2023. We wow. did 2023. Okay. That was the last episode that was released here. Uh, and then today is the finale of that. It's like the, the grand opus. <laughs> but we're talking about the best. Marketing campaigns of the 21st century, you, you and I will be. Okay. Uh, there's only a few that we really want to touch base on, but they are all, I think, memorable. There's a few that I'm like, is he going to even know what that is? There's definitely some of those. It's weird because we don't live in a big advertise. Like, you know, if you, if you would have came to me in the beginning of 2000, like everything, advertisements and this and that and that. Um, but now it's really about like viral media. Yep. And it's about it's TikTok promotion, right? It's just yeah. weird. Yeah. Um, and this all really started it's the, because... the atomization, the fragmentation of society because everybody is now in their own world on their phone. Right. So I mean, it really is. It's a phone thing now. Yeah. But if you look at some of the things we covered um, on the season, since you haven't listened. I will. I'll go over a few. Yeah, give them. me some examples. Yeah. yeah, I'll give you some examples. And these are the these are the the fails. Yeah, maybe maybe you'll listen to the episode. Yeah, that guy could be. This is de- <laughs> it's definitely much more interesting. To it's me a than short format. Half of what like, you used to do. It's under thirty <laughs> so, minutes. I mean, you should. It's pretty okay. easy. Uh, we started out with Nike. Okay. Uh, we've done Segway. We've done Axe Body Spray, Red Lobster, Acclaim, Snapple. We did LifeLock. We did Snickers. We did Folgers. We did the Tonight Show. Because okay. of the Conan thing. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, we did Groupon. We did John Carter. We, I mean, uh, we we just did. <laughs> we have gone throughout the 21st century and talked about all these epic fails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots of money spent for not a huge return. Right. Yeah. Um, probably one of my favorite episodes. Although there were a couple in there where I'm like, really? They didn't get much money? Like Axe? I always thought Axe did okay. No, no. Uh, Axe for me was... Yeah, they, was it a fail out of respect thing or... Or did they actually like not do well financially? That was the one episode where it was me personally hating oh, okay. my friends who used too much so, axe. So it was a way of saying like because of this ad uh, system, because of this this ad campaign you have, this I actually am anti your products campaign. now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, my How very favorite... feminine of you. What? How very feminine of you. Well, it was. It was very. Uh... Yeah, it was very. It was super creepy. Super creepy. And also like a little desperate. Yeah. I think my favorite episode was probably the Red Lobster episode, I think. Okay. Um, we do things that kind of led to either CEOs quitting or just brands being completely just kind of, you know, turning their back on their um, you know, consumers yeah. and stuff. Uh, but I think Red Lobster is probably my favorite because they lost so much money on the Endless Crab um, that it's just so, and the CEO stepped down because of it, and it was just, it was. I thought it was one of the most informative ones I did. Hmm. Okay, uh, because it's funny. <laughs> but I love Red Lobster, or I did. They're still around. Yeah, they're still around. A lot of these, com- uh, most of the companies we've talked about are still around. Yeah, the the property except is for Acclaim, <laughs> simply worth a lot, even though they aren't making a ton of money at the same time. Yeah, so. Uh, they end up getting bought out by other organizations, and those organizations revamp the whole thing and end up making some cash. That's like that's what happened to MySpace, right? Uh, so, who was it? Rupert Murdoch, I think, bought MySpace initially for like billions of dollars, and everybody says, "Oh, look how MySpace failed after Rupert Mur- Murdoch bought it." But people fail to realize that he actually made money on MySpace. As it lost value as a property, he was making tons of advertising money. He made all of his investment back before he sold it for hundreds of millions of dollars to Justin Timberlake, I think. Yep, it was so, Justin Timberlake. Yeah, who I think still owns it. So it was like it—it it was actually a savvy decision because it wasn't going to do well. That whole system was not going to do well in the social media sphere. But he actually managed to make a lot of money out of it. He made all of his investment money back and then some before he sold it again. So yeah, that's kind of uh, if you listen to the Snapple episode, uh, they you know made it big. They had great marketing. Uh, Quaker bought them, completely destroyed the company by turning it from a gas station brand to a grocery store brand. Hmm. And I had a you know a lot of piffy comments, but mainly nobody wants to carry around a fifty-pound bottle of glass jar like a thing of twelve glass jars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it yeah. just it doesn't make sense. Um, so they lost so much money. Uh, they ended up selling the company, um, who went back to the, you know, the gas stations, went to plastic bottles, mm. and sold it for you know four times what they bought it from. Huh. So, uh, there's a lot of things like that, you know. And um, sometimes a company's failure leads to someone else snagging it and growing it, mm. you know, back to what it was. Uh, some of the companies we talked about have gone up and down and up. Yeah, but. First one we're going to talk about is not really even a company. Okay. Um, it's actually a movement, you know, in my opinion. Is this Nixium? What? Is it Nixium? What is Nixium? Okay, we'll have to have a conversation about that at some point. A bunch of your fans were just like, what? You don't know what Nixium is? 
Nixium was that. Uh, um, yeah, tell me now. Okay, so Nixium was that cult started by Keith Raniere, where it was like uh, you could kind of model it on um, uh, Scientology. It was like a new philosophy of psychology. Um, and like there was some value in the psychology stuff, like how do you look at yourself and how you drive yourself to su- succeed. But also, uh, he had a lot of stuff built in there so he could create a sex cult, and that's what he did. Uh, that's that's where Allison oh, Mack but... went to went to jail, and like they were branding women. The one with from his the initials. girl from Smallville. Yeah, Allison oh. Mack. She just got released from prison the other day. Oh, a year early for some reason. I guess because she's pretty. Maybe I don't know. Not that pretty. She would have been Lana. So, <laughs> why can't you tell jokes like that on my podcast? <laughs> uh, so anyway. I just don't set you up good enough, I guess. Is the, thing. Uh, the first one is from the editorial company Mad River Post, based out of New York, and that would be the Truth Campaign. Truth Campaign. Yeah, the cigarette stuff. Oh, okay. One could argue this is number ten. Uh, I think it completely. Turned the tobacco industry upside down. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, I think... I know they try still with, like... Um, tobacco. Like, like, with vaping, actually. They try mm. to do things. Um, I don't know if it's translating as well. Well, yeah, vaping is a whole different ball game, and it can be much more expensive in its own right. But it does not have n- nearly the same uh, gross and unhealthy effects of cigarettes, so... All right, so let's watch this uh, commercial from Truth. All right. In 2006, a federal judge found that to keep smokers addicted, big tobacco manipulated nicotine levels. But too much nicotine can make you sick. That's why they need the magical amount. Too much nicotine might make you sick. Not enough, you might quit and walk away. Looks like they've got the right amount to keep the smoker smoking all the live long day. They know the magical amount, enough to really hook you up. The magical amount, but not enough to hurt. The nicotine addicts you, but that won't kill you, folks. Leave that to the arsenic and other chemicals in your smoke. The magical amount. Not enough to hurt you, the magical amount will get you nice and hooked. Not enough to lay you out, but just enough to count the magical amount. The magical amount? Seriously? Um, okay. I, I don't know. I, that was weird. That was a, yeah. But... A little trippy. Yeah. Like Roger Rabbit trippy? Stop smoking. Start taking LSD. Is that better? (laughs) Uh, I don't know. I've never taken LSD. Also, now that I think about it, I've never smoked a cigarette. I smoke cigars every so often. Wasn't there nicotine? We said it's a different ballgame. No, there is nicotine, but you're not inhaling it. Then what are you doing? Just just light a campfire. All right. Well, okay. So uh, the the key, uh, and a friend of mine pointed this out to me, and I smoke pipe tobacco and cigars, you know, maybe twice a month. Well, you need to watch more truth commercials. No, I definitely need to watch more truth commercials. I'm I'm on the cusp of the grave as we speak. Uh, I'll get there by the end of the episode, and that'll be like you'll make headline news if that happens. So you'll be okay. I really won't. (laughs) It's just not that momentous that Joe died on an episode. Um, But the point is. it, it's it is a chance for a man to relax and just kind of breathe. A man? Why yeah. is this uh, gender? Women don't specific? smoke cigars and and pipe tobacco. It's just it. it there are women out there who do that. They Sounds are like a extremely stereotype. rare. Sounds like it is an accurate stereotype. It is one of the most accurate stereotypes of all time. 
But it's like it like you go sit outside. You can read a book, and it basically just uh, allows you to regulate your breathing in a systematic way. But can't you way. regulate? Your but you breathing? also get a little bit of an aromatic thing, so like you get uh, a little bit of flavor, and you get a little bit of a like um, the the scent of the tobacco and stuff like that. So you cannot promote cigars after we just did a truth <laughs> commercial. Can I not? Goodness. <laughs> This I thought this podcast was about how uh, how advertising fails. That's so I'm pointing it out with regard. That's to me. true, but these are no, supposed that, to be the that, ones they're that talking do. about. They're talking about cigarettes. Cigarettes are actually really bad for you, and they're really expensive, and don't do it. So, oh my gosh. Anyway, <laughs> number two, Smokey Robinson. <laughs> All right, number nine, because we're going backwards. Tracks of my tears. Uh, number nine is for uh, P and G and the Olympics. Um, I have not seen this. Which so. Olympics? The Olympics. The Olympics. <laughs> the Winter Olympics. PNG has been sponsoring the Olympics all the way back since ancient Greece. The Winter Olympics. All right, here we go. So we get to watch this one, huh? Yeah. Sponsor of Moms. All right, it's probably the longest one I've ever watched. Yeah, that's a, that's <laughs> ex- that was a commercial miniseries. Um, uh, all right, good. Well, I liked it. That was good. Yeah, I'm not. What are you barking at? Somebody's at, somebody's at the door. Is there? Yeah. Is there really? I thought I heard something. Oh my gosh. You're talking about the commercial. Come on, Amazon. So, uh, I don't, you couldn't really hear anything because it was basically just music. So, it was kids, you know, trying to skate, trying to sled, uh, or trying to uh, snowboard and trying to ski, 
falling a lot. Uh, then it showed like injuries and training and you know working at sports, playing hockey, doing skating and various things like that. Uh, and then eventually succeeding in the Olympics. So it's uh, kind of a message that we've been getting away from for a decade or so. And it was pointing out that uh, the way you learn how to do some of these things is uh, um, is trying at it and failing repeatedly until you get it. Uh, and that is really how people learn how to do things. And it's really important. And it's really uplifting to see something like that where it's like, no, 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 just keep trying. Get back up. Get back up. The, the the true victory is triumphing through adversity. So no matter how many times you fall down in life or you fall down at something you're trying to do, as long as it is a reasonable goal, you should be paying attention to whether or not your goals are reasonable. Get back up. Go at it. This is your life. This is your chance. You can do this. This is, this is who you were meant to be. You have this goal for a reason. So that was the message of the ad. It was also very mom-focused. Um, you know, mom is like the trainer and the assister and the comforter and so forth. So uh, it was a good ad. I liked it. Yeah, as a dad, I kind of felt left out. But um, yeah, you're just the paycheck. Not really. None of you. <laughs> I don't think you know how much I make. Um, but yeah, that uh, that was a very beautiful campaign. Um, it supported, uh, oh, you know, a really nice um, idea. You know, like yeah. Uh, and it didn't really promote a single product. Nope. It in fact, there really wasn't any product. There was no product. Yeah, in um, there until they just flashed logos at the end. You could argue Pampers in the beginning. Yeah, I guess that's true. You could argue, uh, I don't think I, there was anybody eating like Pringles. North Face or something. Or something. <laughs> but, North Face is not owned by P&G. So. Yeah, right. So I didn't really, which is good, which is actually some of the more powerful ad campaigns. Yeah, that is of. actually what, what's, what happens a lot. You see like a lot of commercials where it's like it's like a Taco Bell commercial and they show a whole bunch of people eating taco bell generally they look like people who would never eat a taco uh eat taco bell Hmm. um but that's the sort of thing that you get with a lot of these commercials where it's like doritos it's always like people like playing sports and then eating doritos and stuff like that and it's like i don't know just just having the thing there where it's like no we'll actually just sponsor a thing and then we'll just promote the thing and then you know we can stick our logo on it because we actually put up millions of dollars to promote it so that's good i kind of like that it was nice. It was a very nice commercial, and I can see how it um, moved people because it is—it's uh, different. It's a good campaign. All right, next we're going to go to Apple, which uh, had actually a pretty long-running um, campaign Think called different? "Get a Mac." Get, get a Mac. Get a Mac. Oh, this, this—I remember these. Oh, good, good. All right, let's play this one. This one's only 30 seconds, unlike the last one, which was 30 minutes. <laughs> Jeez. Here we go. Hello, I'm a Mac. And I'm a PC. Gesundheit, you okay? No, I'm not okay. I have that virus that's going around. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, better, you better stay back. This one's a doozy. That's okay. I'll be fine. No, no, do not be a hero. Last year, there were 114,000 known viruses for PCs. PCs, not Macs. So you just grab this. I think I got to crash. Hey, if you feel like that'll help, good. All right. Um, so I think we can speak about this campaign for quite a while. It'll probably be the one we talk about the this longest. This might be Ryan's favorite campaign of all time. You know what's funny? I never owned a Mac. Um, no. Well, okay. Let's wait. <laughs> I never owned a Mac. You know, I used Macs in, um, college. in college. Yeah. Uh, for video editing, and I used Macs for audio editing in college. 
Uh, but as far as my computer, I mean, I just had whatever cheap thing, which mm-hmm. usually is a Dell, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dell was back Dell. in those days. Dell Gateway. was super cheap. <laughs> Gateway. <laughs> Uh, what was the other one? Compaq was what I started yeah, with. Yeah, Compaq. I, I definitely owned a Compaq in my life. Uh, my grandparents owned a Gateway. Um, yeah, the Gateway <laughs> with the with the uh, the cow spot box. Yeah. Cow box. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, we were very PC heavy. My whole family. We never had Macs. Well, it um, probably wasn't out of preference. I was probably just you just didn't want to invest the money, right? It was I mean, crazy because it was crazy expensive, crazy. and it's, it's kind of gotten worse since then. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Um, but yeah, always had. Just regular PCs. I actually built my own PC when I was oh, okay. in Des- high school. Desktop. PC. Desktop in high yeah. school. And it was the top of the line for 30 minutes. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was awesome. Playing all the best games. I played uh, okay, what, what, what Jedi operating, Outsiders. Oh, what? what operating system did it have? This oh, was 98? If that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Man, um, those were the days. <laughs> but I was playing... Star Wars Jedi Academy 2, and it was like, what? That was a, that was a great game, Jedi <laughs> Academy 2. It was great. <laughs> like, where you could actually use a lightsaber and block bolts. Well, Jedi, like Jedi Academy 2, it was two sabers. It had the two sabers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I also had Knights of the Old Republic on PC and okay. played Flawless. <laughs> but anyway, um, you know, and I never really saw Max as a PC mm-hmm. game, like a gaming No, they, could, they really couldn't. Most of the system, most of the... Stuff couldn't be ported to Mac at right. the time. So I was a so game. It was like a big thing when Steam went out on Mac. Yeah. That yeah, was a huge yeah. thing. But I was a gamer. So yeah. Macs were like, you know, besides doing some audio editing and video editing, um, I was a PC guy for video games. Yeah. Which makes complete sense, right? Yeah. I mean, that's there, there wasn't a reason to have the Mac. Uh, but then you had the release of the iPhone, right? Mm-hmm. And... I did eventually get an iPhone. Um, I had a bunch of other things. I think I had... This was in the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. The beginning of phones. Yeah. <laughs> the beginning of... Like touchscreen phones. The end of the flip phone era. The end of the flip phone era, which I, I think I might go back at some point. Um, really? There's actually, yeah, there's a big movement with Gen no, Z. No, I know that. Too, Gen Z is yeah. all about it. And I understand that. But like, there are certain conveniences... Like, particularly... I actually do a ton of my work from my phone. Mm, I do um, too. Because like we, we have our time clock on our phone. We have this uh, information system we use to control. like to, So everybody can tell. We have like six different apps we use. But I'm so. trying to think what my life would be like if I only check my email twice a day. Hmm. You know? Yeah, that could be pretty awesome. In a way, yeah. you know, and I mean, not every I've, notification. I did shut off notifications for email on my phone, so like I don't even get a notification for and it. And I also did so. black. I went to black and white for a while too. I did you? That okay. Would help, yeah. Did, um, that helps, right? I mean, what? Black and white. You know. Black and white helps um, if you have any kind of anxiety. Um, just because when you see that little red thing, it triggers a lot of anxiety for people. Just oh yeah yeah. Just. Um, because of the color, you know? That has not been a factor with me for about but six months. It might be. So. Oh, because... <laughs> yeah. Cer- certain... The, the end of relationships with certain clients. Yeah. That so makes it that. better. That makes yeah. it better. But anyway, never had a Mac. Uh, but after I got the iPhone, um, I... And things started to progress. I got an iPad. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you get... I have a Mac Mini. Three and... Apple TVs. Yeah. Um, everything was Apple. And it's not because the other thing, like it worked better. It wasn't, uh, 
it was that everything spoke to each other very well, mm-hmm. right? That's why I eventually got that stuff. And this MacBook Air, which we're recording on, uh, cost me $112. That is pretty awesome. Uh, they're still available on Walmart. You can get one right now. Hmm. $112. Bucks. Refurbished, obviously. But fully functional and, you know. I mean, how many years have we been podcasting on this? Uh, I feel like ever since I started podcasting with you, it's been like four or five years. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's doing good. hundred so bucks. Getting, getting it done. But the cost of actual product is crazy. Oh, yeah, you yeah. Know, there's New, no way. It's nuts. It's crazy. Yeah. Like it's, my it's, wife it's, bought, it's a mortgage. My wife bought hers refurbished from Apple, and it was still $1,000. Yeah. But what does hers do that mine doesn't? You know, besides the fingerprint. 8K video editing, I don't know. I don't no, know she doesn't do any of that. No, but I mean it can, I guess, is the thing. So. She doesn't do any of I, that. I will say I did have a MacBook for about eight months. I bought it new. It was like really? twelve or $1,300 because I kept having, I kept buying netbooks at the time oh. uh, with like Celeron processors. This was back in the late Windows XP era. Uh, and so I ended up buying a MacBook one of the earlier thick ones and I, I sold it and I got most of my money back out of it because I just this plane didn't like the operating system. Um, and that's that's me. I don't really have a problem with Mac. Uh, I tell people, hey, you know, just use whatever works for you. If you if you like that operating system better, go for it. Um, if the system actually works better for you, go for it. Um, I just, you know, reject this notion that like uh, somehow because it's Apple it's just plain better. It doesn't really stand up to any rigorous testing. That being said, you know, go go after whatever you want. I remember this ad campaign. It was a good ad campaign. It uh, it was it went on it, forever. It, it was funny. It was funny enough that like even as a Windows user, um, it was just like yeah, I was I was fine with it. Uh, it. It made me laugh enough, and I was like, yeah, it's fine. It's cool. But it's accurate. I mean, reasonably accurate. Max... But like, well, it's like I just. Do you remember how long it used to take to boot up a Windows computer? And Mac has never had a boot up like that. You know what I mean? Like they've always been. Like, everything I runs mean, well. I mean, vaguely. I remember um, um, Windows Millennium Edition taking forever to boot up. But, like, XP was fine. Uh, Windows yeah, 7, I thought, was great. Uh, Vista, Vista was terrible. Yeah. But um, no, now, I, it's, now it boots up like a Mac. Does it? I mean, yeah. I, I don't really... I, I never shut my computer down. <laughs> Oh. So, uh, I don't even put my computer that's to sleep. That's not good for the environment. I don't even put my computer to sleep these days. So. Wow. That's yeah. your nightlight. Okay, I'll, I'll go. I will, I will put, my, uh, I will put my, um, my energy usage up against anyone's. I guarantee you mine is less. So You know? Uh, like, I, even these days, my electricity bill is shockingly cheap because I really don't use much in the way of energy. Uh, I'm fortunate enough to not have enough shade in my house. You shop around. I do. I do shop around. You but shop around like, for kilowatts. I, the thing of it is, I only use like 30 or 40 kilowatts a month. So and most nobody ha- knows what that means. Yeah. Okay. So I guarantee you, you're probably using three or four hundred a month here. I have a pool and a hot tub. You might be using five or six hundred <laughs> a month here. <laughs> anyway, uh, I don't know how we got onto kilowatt electricity. Oh, because I don't shut my computer down. Yeah, yeah that's why. My that's computer, and my fridge. Those are the two things running all day, every day. My, so. What about a deep freeze? Don't have a freezer. Oh. Uh, I have. I a, always forget you know, how my, I guess my you water are. heater probably comes on twice a day. What's that? I always forget how lonely you are until I bring oh, up I'm, stuff like I'm deep not freezes. Super lonely. <laughs> Just me and my cigars. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Small. I have deer in the backyard. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. All right. Small business Saturday is our next 
most popular ad campaigns of yeah there yeah that happened in the 21st century i don't remember that one you don't remember what the campaign do you know what it is though no you don't know what small business saturday is no have you ever owned a small business no (laughs) all right that would be why so this was something that was created literally in the 21st century small business saturday which takes place the day after black friday it is the most important shopping day of the year for small businesses. Oh. So if you have a small business in your area, a little hardware place, they might partake in Small Business Saturday. They do not in Black Friday. Gotcha. All right, typically. And let's see what this is all about. Small businesses are the lifeblood of our communities. Absolutely crucial. Vital. They make it unique and they make you happy to live where you live brings a little flair to to the towns that we have. On November 26th, you can make a huge impact by shopping small on Small Business Saturday. One purchase. One purchase is all it takes. Pledge to shop small on Small Business Saturday. It will help support your community. And that is a big deal. It's pretty big. So pick your favorite local business and join the movement. I pledge to shop small at Big Top Candy Shop. At Juno Baby Store. Alan's Boots. Sammy's Camera. Tag's Hardware. You don't have to buy the whole store. Make the pledge to shop small. Please. On Small Business Saturday. basically um an american express commercial that doesn't really promote its brand as much mm-hmm. as it normally would you know with like yep. some celebrity oh whatever percent whatever yeah, yeah um it was focused on small business saturday which is not like a cash back in card so you've never with seen Kevin the Hart. shop small no i've seen that? i've seen shop small stuff but never with reference specifically to the saturday after black friday okay well, the only that's... thing the only thing i was aware of on that weekend was obviously Thanksgiving, and then you have Black Friday, and then you have Cyber Monday. That was that was the extent of my knowledge. Okay. Yeah, it's Friday, Saturday, and Monday. But also Sunday. What's Sunday? Just another day that people would shop like crazy. You remember when we they worked at that? They need to name it then. That, oh, okay. Super Sunday or something. No, no. We need to think about this. So people shop small businesses. They shop big businesses. Mm-hmm. They shop online. Mm-hmm. So... We need someone that goes to, we need to do a grocery store. So, oh, Supermarket okay. Sunday. Supermarket Super Sunday. Supermarket Sunday, Now everybody. we have it. Because you have to restock after Thanksgiving. Yeah, Supermarket Sunday is the Sunday <laughs> after Thanksgiving. Cyber Monday. You heard it here. Isn't there a Tuesday? Trademark. Isn't there a Tuesday? Uh, there probably is now, yeah. I think so. I think Best Buy did some kind of Tuesday yeah. thing. Oh, it was always nuts. Like, you know... A week before Thanksgiving, and then all the way through to about January 14th. It was nuts. Well, with returns after... Yeah. Jeez. That was insane. Oh, goodness. Um, so, good to know. See, this show is important. We created another we shopping holiday. We actually generated a whole 365th of the year. Yeah. For the rest of time. And you know what the Supermarket Sunday is based on? 
you get the turkey cheapest <laughs> because they didn't sell enough for Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. So it is Supermarket Sunday. Turkey specials. Turkeys. Turkeys are going to be on sale all over the country because of this podcast. The way you get the ultra cheap Easter egg candy Super <laughs> on that Monday. Sunday. Followed by, we had Small Business Saturday. Supermarket Sunday. All right. As the dog is destroying the house. I don't know why she does that. All right, you watch this commercial while I go wrangle her. Okay. Put on that vest. Not that one. Chicken. Just the way you like it. Tender Crisp is here. All white meat wrapped in a tempting crisp deliciousness. Have your way. Huh. They have the domain subservientchicken.com. That is super creepy. Actually. I'm going to Google this on the side. That's what we do in this show. We Google things. I don't know if Burger King should ever brag about the chicken that they have. I'm not sure they have chicken. Subservientchicken. Dot com. I'm not going to the website. God, no. <laughs> uh, there's actually a Wikipedia article called The Subservient Chicken uh, is an advertising program created to promote international fast food restaurant chain Burger King's Tender Crisp Chicken Sandwich and their Have It Your Way campaign created from the Miami-based advertising firm Crispin Porter uh, and the Barbarian Group. Uh, it was a viral marketing website, television, and print campaign, and a one-time pay-per-view program. The program what? was similar to other marketing campaigns by uh, the group, and apparently there's four of them. Oh, there's, it, To me, it was creepy. Yeah, it was super creepy. It was honestly, honestly quite disturbing, and then I realized, this is a Burger King ad? It's like, Burger King can't do anything about chicken. So on the website, you could type in different things for the subservient chicken to respond to. So um, it's like an, an AI chicken? I don't want to know. <laughs> Here, I'll go to it. I'll go to it. It can't still work, right? It could. You never know. That's... This is weird. <laughs> I feel like I'm going down some weird tunnel. All right, so what do you think? What do you scarier think? than the uh, conspiracy theory episodes. What do you think of it? Uh, that is not, it's not a good commercial. This was supposedly a really good commercial and ad campaign. Yeah, apparently it really dri- drove revenue and everything else. That is crazy and messed up. Although I will say that the, the chicken sandwiches did look good. They're the worst chicken. That's what I mean. I was like, when I saw it, I was like, I was like, oh, that's got to be like Wendy's or something. It's and cardboard. Then, yeah, oh, no, it's worse than cardboard. Uh, it's uh, it's like cardboard that just barely doesn't kill you so that you still have to live with the gr- regret of having eaten this thing. So, All right. Well, anyway, apparently that's number six. Uh, some of the world I don't understand. Ad age. Ad age is your uh, is where the list came from, so. But these are things that are the most successful. I know number one is on everybody's list is the most successful um, of the 21st century. Oh, okay. All right. Next up is Stratos is the name of the commercial. And uh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Hopefully better than the perverse chicken commercial we just watched. (laughs) 
seeing little bits of this because people were live streaming it at Best Buy while I was working there. <clears throat> so that commercial was uh, the guy who broke the skydiving record by like literally diving from space back into and It's a Red Bull commercial. Yeah. Because Red Bull sponsored him to do it. So He had like done progressively higher and higher ones and they had to like build a custom capsule and like get him an actual space suit because he, he was literally in low, low Earth orbit or pretty close to it. Right. So, yeah. It was something like... It would be know, a pretty expensive campaign. Like 120,000 feet up or something like that. Yeah, it was a really expensive campaign. But, uh, you know, Red Bull sponsors all kinds of extreme sports and stuff like that. So Gives it went you right wings. along with their thing. No, what, what, you know what's what, funny? I what, hate Red Bull, Red Bull commercials. Uh, yeah, I don't really like Red Bull commercials. But I will say, anytime I'm driving super long in the middle of the night, uh, I need a Red Bull. That's what. Gross. That's the only time I have it. Gross. It, it's so bad it wakes you up. Ugh. It doesn't give me wings. It just keeps me from going to sleep. It is. Um, it is the least tasteful energy drink. Yeah, because it's like literally just vitamin B12 or whatever it is. So. Yeah, it's bad. You gotta get, uh, you gotta start drinking Ghost or something. No, no, no. I don't want to drink an energy drink that tastes good because then I'll drink it all the time. Yeah, but I get the zero carb. They're the only company that has zero carb. Yeah, but I also don't want to spend like three seventy five or whatever it is yeah, per it was, drink. I got know? it at Bucky's. It was like two bucks. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's just gotta, just gotta that's drive down to Bucky's. Yeah, I know. That's the rough part. Second Bucky's reference today. I remember when, uh, whenever we go. Anywhere, and you know the gas is always about twenty cents, twenty five cents cheaper at a Bucky's, mm-hmm. um, and they have a billion pumps, so you never have to wait. Right. So I mean, there's always that like, oh, should I? Can I wait? Can I make it to a Bucky's? <laughs> coast, coast to a Bucky's. All right. So that I mean, that's a. I don't think it brought revenue in, but it definitely brought viewers in. attention. Obviously, yeah. I mean, you, yeah, you a bunch of people watched it around you. Watched while it, it was live. Yeah, yeah. I would never watch anything like that. I guess I'm really just, yeah. Who cares? <laughs> I think many many of your listeners are like, uh, I, I would watch that. It. I watched it live. That was the best thing or, I've ever seen in my life. Or like the uh, the BFR launch. That was pretty awesome. I don't I've, know what that is either. Okay. Okay. I'm going to have to fire myself from your show. Didn't I fire you like a month ago? Yeah. Jeez. And somehow I'm back here again. Well, you were just here. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Next commercial. 
I'm wondering if one that I have in my head, a commercial I really liked, is going to be on this list. Hello, ladies. Look at your man. Now back to me. Now back at your man. Now back to me. Sadly, he isn't me. But if he stopped using ladies' scented body wash and switched to Old Spice, he could smell like he's me. Look down. Back up. Where are you? You're on a boat with the man your man could smell like. What's in your hand? Back at me. I have it. It's an oyster with two tickets to that thing you love. Look again. The tickets are now diamonds. Anything is possible when your man smells like Old Spice and not a lady. I'm on a horse. Okay, so uh, that was an interesting commercial. Uh, very tropish. Kind of funny. Uh, I could totally see how it would be offensive, though, to women. Uh, so maybe Thing the overtop quality. Like... No, just like um, playing to all the, the uh, kind of gold digger tropes of like, oh, yeah, like women just want this kind of guy and these things. And all I have to do is just like throw those here and then women will buy these. This is the problem with the Axe body spray thing was women are just going to want you because you use Axe body spray. Um, oh, yeah, you, you trapped the dog. Um, I trapped the dog. So, but like in this case, it's a little bit more um, Sorry. over the top, so to speak. Yeah, it's funny. I mean, the the um, the whole Old Spice has really done a great job marketing in the past mm-hmm. decade. Really, I have noticed that their uh, their product line has expanded. They've their gone, product line has expanded. They, yeah, it's I not mean, just like three things anymore. It's like a ton of things now. Right? Do you remember when like we were kids? Mm-hmm. What Old Spice smelled like? Yeah, yeah. It was, Wait. and it was very distinct. Yeah, they don't even have that scent anymore. No. So uh, no. if you want that scent, you can get it. You got to go to a different uh, different deodorant now. So I mean, it is. Uh, it's a very. I mean, it's it's actually kind of shocking mm-hmm. um, to have a brand that was pretty much um, targeted at an older demographic. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's got a boat on it, a sailboat. What's right? wrong with that? No, I'm just saying that, that that doesn't scream millennials or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, it doesn't scream youth. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't. Yeah. It didn't really. Um, they ruined this whole thing always. <laughs> Go to your cage. Toulouse is such a bitch. <sighs> is it over? So they got a sailboat on it. Yeah. And that doesn't really target anybody but old, rich, <laughs> like... Corn cob pipe smoking guys. Yeah, right. now we're back to pipe tobacco. Now you're going to pipe smoking again. What is wrong <laughs> with you? So anyway, it just it, it, it's weird to see a brand that's gone from completely just the old demographic to just kind of funny, fresh. Um, actually, quality is there mm-hmm. uh, with the products. I'm not going to lie. It, it's... It's what I use. Mm-hmm. I use Old Spice. I use one of the Old Spice things, yeah. Right. So, obviously they did a good job, mm-hmm. but they also have a good product. Yeah. You know, and I think that's also important, but I'm not saying that this ad campaign actually didn't probably bring people into the fold. Yeah, and, and so uh, it probably plays that, uh, obviously they said it went viral, and uh, that's the real key of advertising is to get everyone else to advertise your product for you because... Now it's not even good enough to have a good product and advertise it. Um, you need to get it out there and to get people talking about it. Mm. And that's why you do have some of these ad campaigns, particularly during the Super Bowl, uh, just being so over the top and ridiculous. 
Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, this, this is a perfectly good ad. Uh, I stand by some of the things where it's like, eh, some women wanted to take offense at this ad. They totally could. Yeah, I mean, you could totally like, go the Axe body spray route with it if you wanted to. Right, but it's matured over the years. Um, nowadays, you see the commercials where um, it's a... Uh, I don't know if it's the same actor, but um, it's a similar character mm-hmm. whose wife um, is using his Old Spice. Right, yeah. But still, I, I appreciate Old Spice. They've actually... They're one of the companies that has... Um, really changed the most and matured the most and kind of adapted well to mm-hmm. the new environment, actually. Yeah. So I think that is a big, big win. Uh, and now we're going to... Let me make sure this is a commercial. <laughs> not. Not, a, not a documentary about a commercial. Not a documentary about a commercial. So this is from BMW Films. Okay. And I think it's like a little movie. And I guess it's like a three-part film. I've never seen any of these, so I just I, I played the third very one. Very your distance with Clive Owen. To the rear, to the with right. Clive, Mickey Rourke. Wow. Never more than a few cars. Adriana behind. Lima. It's all but about that's patience. It. Percentages. Mm. I wouldn't be asking you. It's just I need somebody I can This trust. is actually becoming a little too artsy for me. It's on location. All weekend, you know. This thing. This thing is driving him crazy. He's, he's got to know. How old is this? Clive Ellen looks so young. There are people who do this. Come on, man. Not very well, he don't. Very desaturated, too. He's a movie star. If you get too close, move into their blind spot. He's always sweating. Every character. He was in the main. He was in uh, Rogue One, and I was if like, "Who's sweating all the time?" Nobody else Just is keep sweating. moving. Hope for the best. Did he run a red light? Definitely not promoting safe driving. Out in the open, distance is subjective. This could be one of the worst things I've ever seen. You can let the target <laughs> ride the horizon. Up there with Koyana Scotty. So long what? as you know their patterns. It's a beautiful film. I just want you to About meet with him. A meanie? What's a meanie? Is that going to cost you anything? He's at the top. No, he's, at, he's at the top of his game. Look, he's in a meeting right now. He's in a meeting right now. He's got these interviews coming up afterwards. Come on. I know they have an offer, but the, has the offer been accepted? You know, it's, it's impossible to describe how painful infidelity is. I mean, it just, yeah, it just rips your Why is he in a good seat. mood now? Does she know you suspect her? Did you confront her? Why is he acting like Jerry Maguire? You have a wife? Not anymore. Well, I, I'm not going to lose mine. 
Mickey Rourke is just Mickey Rourke. Those people <laughs> you can't really, so you can't even coach him into doing way. something. It's such a jerk, my love. I mean, Mickey, Mickey. I don't even think they'd be friends. How could you life. do that to me, man? It can be like that. They're not friends. He's he's a private detective. How'd you get that? If you need any more, I'll get you some more. Now he's in a plane. I really appreciate this. The waiting is the hard part. Your mind wanders, wondering what it would be like watching your own life from far away. He's a, pri- he's a private detective. On foot is the same. Uh, he Distance. was hired to patterns look into the woman anticipation because she's cheating. But she was following him. He was following her. If the target was doubles back, yeah. never react. BMW paid money for this? And apparently a lot of money? Whatever you do, don't get too close. Is he an assassin? That'd be cooler. It's bad. That's what it is. Yeah. I like the score. I like synth. He got too close. <laughs> and she's passed out. Which is very odd. Now he's being creepy. What's he doing? That's pretty sad. Yeah. No, 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 that's Spanish. Spanish. But she speaks French. I don't know if I like that. Adriana Lima? Is that who that is? Yeah. She's Spanish? I think she's Brazilian. I think. Okay. South South America. Who is she? She's a model. She she like did some acting here. This? (laughs) Well, I probably better. I, I don't. I don't know what this is. Did, like, this is an ad. This Didn't is know, part three. We haven't even watched the other parts. What's this? I lost it. Black guy. Oh, abusive. Don't ever call me again. Oh. He's abusive. Is it her? Is that the husband? There's always something waiting at the end of the road. If you're not willing to see what it is. He's returning the money. He shouldn't be out there in the screw first place. What?
Uh, it's kind of like Children of Men, but like if Did all the good... Did you pick that because he's in it? Yes, but I was about <laughs> to say if all the good parts were removed. Are there good parts? Wait, you don't like Children of Men? No. That's a great movie. No, it isn't. Okay, I would do. I would at least argue it's a good movie. It's okay. The BMW film series, uh, it's a series of eight short films produced for the internet in 2001 and 2002. Uh, form of branded content, the shorts were directed by popular filmmakers from around the globe, and they starred Clive Owen as, quote, the driver, while highlighting the performance aspects of various BMW automobiles. Does it, though? Yes. Um, and they actually have it broken down into seasons. Uh, season one, two, three. Uh, BMW is trying to cash in on like the 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 era of Doctor Horrible or something. But, so I guess they did different uh, contests and different things. Uh, but this is on this list because people like this. Yeah, it was. Jeez, uh, the credits are an additional minute. I'm just going to stop it. But uh, several companies attended to capitalize on the success. Nissan did something similar. Hmm. Uh, Mercedes-Benz did something similar. And apparently there's all kinds of weird things that uh, inspired it. According to this, also uh, the Ford company produced its own very uh, its own short film advertising their new car, the Ford Edge. Starring, That's been a while. Starring somebody I've never heard of. Can you pronounce the name? Nah, I'm not going to try. So it's Polish. Oh, so that was apparently popular. Um, I've never seen any of them. We watched number three, I guess. If there's eight. What do you think? What do you think? Is that I mean, a good route? I it mean, kind of goes to the way we were talking about how it doesn't talk about the, the car. product. Yeah, there's no... But, you, but couldn't you argue that every James Bond film is an Aston Martin commercial? <laughs> yeah, yeah, essentially. Um, but like, so here's the thing. Yeah, it's good to not necessarily talk about the product, but give the audience something. I have no idea who this is for. Like, a part, I would have thought that you would have appreciated it's an it more film series because you are like a film buff and you you know about how to film things. And like, the photography was good. I will say that mm, there was a lot of cliche. Angle. It was to me. It was. Oh, okay. So me, it actually it wasn't like, good. Yeah. To but. me, it felt like a parody of like a French film. Hmm. But it was in color, kind of, almost. Kind of. It was almost barely. In color. Yeah, I mentioned that early on. Like it's really desaturated. Yeah. Kind of almost unwatchably desaturated. Hmm. Uh, I don't like it. I don't know why people like it. All right. Well, maybe you have to watch all of them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah. To me, it felt like a parody of an art house film, which hmm. is not good. Um, and then to do the voiceover like that, you know, you're trying to do this whole like, oh, this... the instructional thing about how to tail somebody. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah. All right, uh, number two on the list. It's like, oh, like for all I know, it could have just been like a thing about how to stalk somebody. Now again, this is on adage. I think it's ad age, but to me, it just looks like adage. That is how you spell adage, right? So, but anyway, adage.com. Uh, they have a list of the. Top 15 ad campaigns of the 21st century, but there's only 10. So, <laughs> <laughs> so a, where are we at? We're now only on the doing list? 10 then. This is number two. 
And it's for a product that I ridiculed um, because I thought it was kind of a weird product. All right, here we go. Can you count, suckers? All right, so talk about a product that, a commercial that has nothing to do about a product, right? Mm-hmm. Well, so, kind of. Not really. It's just showing clips from some of the most popular films and TV shows of all uh-huh. time that yeah. include movement. Yeah, and then also like little bits of people doing sport exercise, stuff like that. Yeah, barely. I mean, yeah. I saw Serena Williams and maybe, I don't even know, maybe Michael Jordan. I, I, I thought I, there was some people like uh, running really fast and there was like basketball and then like some skate park stuff and, you know. Yeah, I, I think a lot of the pop culture stuff is all I saw. Um, <laughs> they did reuse a number of clips and it's like, why would you stick that in there three times or whatever? Yeah. You know? um, Nike Plus, this is, the, this is who the commercial is for, Nike Plus running. Um, I remember when Nike Plus first came out, I worked uh, with you, and it was this little... Most unfortunately for us both. Yeah. (laughs) It was this little pod, and if you had the special Nike Plus shoes, you took the insert out of the shoe, and you put in this little pod. Was that what it is? And it would track your running. I thought it was just like an early early smartwatch thing before they had screens and stuff. This is the... The commercial that we're actually watching was for the... Pretty much the Fitbit, yeah, uh, from Nike, yeah. But you had to have the Nike Plus app. You had to have the Nike Plus subscription. You had to have if you had the shoes with the little eighty dollar pod in it, um, you'd be even more connected. Man, and really be able to figure you'd out. You'd be running. like a hyper connected Nike fanboy. Yeah. So to me, this commercial was actually pretty good, just because I like seeing everything. You know, okay. Like I can do a stop on probably any second, and okay, Indiana Jones, right? That might be an actual streetball game. That was LeBron James. You're right. The Wizard of Oz. Uh, John Cleese. John Cleese. MC yeah. Hammer. I mean, we're trying. We got pop. We got black Popeye. and white Popeye yeah. cartoons. We got Rocky. That's just somebody exercising. You're right. There are a few. Um, Scott, Scott Pilgrim. Pilgrim. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you have a Scott Pilgrim reference. It's like, this, this really dates this thing very specifically. <laughs> Scott Pilgrim reference. It's about, about five months where that was that was relevant. So. Yeah. Uh, Big Lebowski. Star, Star Trek. Trek yeah. 40-Year-Old Virgin. Bugs Bunny. Bunny. The Office. The original Office. The real Office. <laughs> uh, what else? What else? I can't tell what that is from the screenshot. Uh, Breakfast Club, uh, the Christopher Walken uh, music video for Fatboy Slim. <laughs> That's about as good as I can 
tell you what that is. That's an actual. Uh, it's a roller derby movie. For some reason, Despicable Me. Yeah, I again, think it was you can tell when it came out. Yeah, it's cross promotion at the same time. But actually, I'm seeing a lot of non-universal properties, so I don't really know who Amadeus. Yeah, that's, um, that's a weird. Then they threw Amadeus in like three times. Grease. Yeah, you're right. It's it's Karate Kid. There's a lot going on, and these are a lot of different companies. Um, Bruce Lee. Just having Bruce Lee there is... Yeah, the cup stacking kid, too. <laughs> yeah, they had internet trend people. Yeah. <laughs> You're right, Amadeus is in there a few times. Yeah, yeah. Happy Feet. Happy Again, Feet. Again, also dates the commercial. <laughs> I would have stuck with things like Wizard of Oz and Rocky. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Um, it makes it a little bit more timeless, even with Indiana Jones. Uh, I would think that would be good. Mm-hmm. But once you start throwing in... Yeah, see, and actually, I like the Paul Blart, actually, too. Yep, yep. Um, I forgot about Paul Blart as somebody who doesn't exercise. Doesn't count. Um, yeah, I, I would have stuck with things that were a little bit more timeless. Right. Like Karate Kid, that definitely counts. Then, like, sticking the cross-promotion for things that are going on at that exact moment. Yeah, yeah. I, I would have been good with Karate Kid, good with the Indiana Jones, Wizard of Oz. I'm even okay with Paul Blart, because uh, I don't think that was when... This came out. Uh, Breakfast Club. Oh, look! I didn't even notice this one. Maybe I did. Um, where is it? Uh, Edward Scissorhands? It was Slapshot. Oh, okay. Greatest, oh, I totally forgot about that movie. Greatest hockey movie of all time. I've never actually seen it, but... Oh, that's too bad. Uh, It'll have to go on the list. Yeah, there's a whole... There they are. There they are. But... Um, yeah, there's just a whole Scooby Doo's on there. You're right. I mean, it's it's pretty. It's a pretty good mix. It's a I, pretty good commercial. So here's the thing: I like the commercial. I, I think maybe a little bit more timelessness, and also like 25 seconds, maybe. Yeah, I don't okay. know, but that could just be that my brain is stuck in 2023. It was a long. It felt long, didn't it? Yeah, it yeah. just kept on going, and it's like, maybe yeah, it's I get the, the point. The song like, only had a well, refrain. It was like, what is this? Like 2000. 2012, something like that. Honestly, 2012 was a long time ago in terms of the uh, the culture of how people consumed media. That's a long time ago. That's still like early YouTube. Yeah, no, no, I agree. I agree. It's uh, forever ago, really. And in, in terms of media, yeah. All right, so, number one. And number you knew one. What this was going to be. I did. I did. did. did was it because you looked beforehand or you you kind of knew what it was going to um, be? it is always the number 1. Okay. Um for the greatest ad campaign um you know, it's but I'll explain why because it's not purely based off of um uh it's for Dove Beauty, right? When they kind of flip the switch on everybody. And just cuz you know, it's not about models. It's not about um, things that traditional commercials are about. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll explain why it's number one, in my opinion, um, after we watch one of the um, one of the commercials, one of the installments of Advertising Genius. This is the first. This this season is the first time you've ever reviewed. Commercials. Yeah, you need to listen to the season. <laughs> Honestly, it's, I mean they're very they're short. It's fun. 
All right, here we go. Sure, without makeup. Right. It's funny, you can watch this on TikTok all the time. You know? Hey, how to do it? While they're doing it, they're telling you their story about what their husband went to the store and never came back. Ooh, Photoshop. Ooh. Early Photoshop. Oh yeah, that is, yeah, that's an older, looks like CS5. So that was for the Dove Self-Esteem Fund, uh, which is uh, to help young girls uh, realize that beauty is, you know, not just... uh, Your perception of reality is is not what you think. Yeah, and it's largely distorted by the uh, images that are presented to us. And uh, this is actually the sort of thing that I would like to discuss on my podcast at some time, because I have some theories about this. I'll run one by you after we're done recording this. Cause it's not really the sort of thing we talk about on your podcast, but it's a good commercial. I like this. Um, uh, I like the idea of uh, kind of stepping aside and saying like, Hey, this is, this is not quite like there's an industry here, but like, we're also trying to give you a product but also, I don't want you to feel terrible about yourself. Uh, I don't want to make you feel terrible about yourself in trying to get you to buy this product. Hmm. Like, I'm offering you a product. It's a good product. But you should not feel like it's going to change your life. It'll just be a good product if you need it, you know? And it's funny because I spoke very poorly of Unilever um, in the early episodes of this podcast because they are the owners of Axe. Um, <laughs> are they really? <laughs> Holy... How how does that happen? <laughs> so we're like this comes out and all the act stuff is going on at the same time, right? And you know what's funny? Dove has actually had some pretty controversial campaigns in the past, but to me, you know, just a company that owns so much, you yeah. know, I mean, they really it's started. A conglomerate. It's a large company, yeah, who got into soap, which you know, it's yeah. a European brand, and we yeah. have a U.S. version of that exact same company yeah. called B and G. Yeah, um, here, correct. But with Unilever, uh, this was a really welcome change. You know, you would think like, oh, okay, the, the Axe people. Um, <laughs> but again, that's not their biggest product. Dove is their biggest product. So the reason that I consider this one of the most successful campaigns is because of the financial changes that happened. Mm-hmm. So in 2014, uh, when they started doing this and started really um, pretty much all their campaigns of this should real, you know, real women and you know, like right. they, they did that whole thing, like the you know stretch marks are not something to be you know like you know we're going to have them in our commercials, and mm-hmm. it was just you know it's a very different campaign. So in 2014, when they started doing that, uh, they went from a two billion dollar um, part of uh, in revenue for that portion of their business with Dove being two billion to four billion. Okay, so doubled business. Correct. Yeah, and I think that not only being 
you know, a, kind of an emotional and just kind of human campaign. That's a good check mark. But also to bring in double as a result. Yeah. That it's hard to pass that up. And it does make you wonder about like the the um like the cultural benefits of like well everybody has their moral um dispositions and if a product can not only be provided to you that's a good product but also kind of come along in line with your moral disposition uh then it's kind of a win-win isn't it i mean Mm -hmm. like there's there's a certain benefit to that it's kind of like um uh this is yet another thing we could talk about on my podcast but it's it's the first book before the wealth of nations by adam smith which was uh the theory of moral sentiments why do people why does any why do anyone do good things for people they don't know like why does that happen? Um, that's something we could talk about at some other. I point, do it all the but, time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I do. Just not to Joe. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, I'm kidding. Ryan gives me lots of sodas. It's good. It used to be a big thing. Like people who knew me, um, if somebody tells, like you know, somebody says to my wife, and they're like, "Oh, you know, your husband's so nice." That's a red flag for her. Like she knows I don't like that person. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, this this one of the, this one of the things I'm just like I, I really figured not out close uh, to that. Person. Yeah, I figured out at Best Buy is like Ryan is friends and close to the people that he doesn't mind saying something very cutting to. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> so I mean, honestly, if I'm not nice to you, we're we're good. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're good. We're, I'm comfortable enough with you to be myself, which yeah, is period. Yeah. So which makes perfect sense. Yeah. So. uh the the commercial that I like the most was not on the list, but I have no oh, okay. idea where where it was financially, and I'm wondering if if I name the the product, if you would know the commercial I'm talking about. All right. Um, this goes back to you know, we were talking on my podcast about uh, you got a new car, and you mentioned Cadillac. Mm-hmm. It is a Cadillac commercial. Do you know what commercial I'm talking about? The ELR commercial. No. With Neil McDonough. That's a good one. I'm wondering what you would think about that one. I had a one friend of mine had a bad reaction to that commercial and took it a different direction. But go ahead and bring it up. Cadillac ELR uh, commercial. Um, I like it. It's a really good commercial. I think it's like very kind of you know, the world is your oyster. Go at it, man. Like nobody holds you back but you. Get this done. You, you, you've you got this sort of okay. thing. So. Um, do I need to type in? You might need to type in Neil McDonough. I don't know how to spell McDonough. I barely know how to say it. McDonough? Did I spell? Oh. Talking with Neil? Yeah, that's it right there. Oh. One, one minute there. All right. Uh, then that's how we'll end the show. Um, I have no idea how the commercial did, but I like the commercial. Okay. JT's favorite commercial. <laughs> Why do we work so hard? For what? For this? For stuff? Other countries, they work, they stroll home, they stop by the cafe, they take August off. Off. Why aren't you like that? Why aren't we like that? Because we're crazy, driven, hardworking believers, that's why. Those other countries think we're nuts. Whatever. Were the Wright brothers insane? Bill Gates, Les Paul, Ali. Were we nuts when we pointed to the moon? That's right. We went up there, you know what we got? Bored. So we left. Got a car up there, left the keys in it. Do you know why? Because we're the only ones going back up there, that's why. But I digress. It's pretty simple. You work hard, you create your own luck, and you gotta believe anything is possible. As for all the stuff, that's the upside of only taking two weeks off in August. Nespa?
Um, who didn't like that? I mean, it's perfectly so, fine. Uh, one of my friends um, said that I, I posted that commercial in a company random channel where we just post random things, and I said. Uh, I just saw this again, and uh, it's been years since I saw it, and I, was a re- I really liked this commercial. One of my friends responded, oh, this is like a boss who makes excuses to work his employees to death so that he can make money. And I was like, no, that's not really what this is about. In fact, it's very much not about that. It's it's very much about, like, you, this is your life. Go make it. Like, go do – like, don't let anybody hold you back. If you want to, like, be a success, go start a business and make it happen, you know? This is you. This is your, this is, and like you'll get stuff if you are successful, um, if you want stuff. Uh, but you'll also live a better life by like just going after your dream. Just go after it. It's what I was saying earlier about like uh, triumph through adversity. Um, you know, there's no true joy in just having something given to you. There is joy in achievement, which means going through something, solving problems. Uh, bettering life for your fellow man. So that's why I like that commercial a whole lot. But that's the, I only ever had one negative reaction to it. Everyone else I show it to is like, yeah, that's awesome. The thing about like, yeah, we went to the moon, we got bored, we left a car up there, we'll go back and drive it eventually. Uh, To put it into some sort of perspective for you, um, the commercial was released in 2014. Okay, that sounds uh, about right. The ELR was discontinued in 2016. Okay, so, not, so that's not how good it went. Not a strong commercial. <laughs> the thing that is, though, that was the only commercial in that campaign. So I don't know. Well, um, then but, it's the only thing to blame. You know, so going back to what we were saying before, though, is like it's not just that you need a good a good ad campaign. Uh, you do need a good ad campaign because, unfortunately, it's not good enough to have a good product. For most products, it a good product is not sufficient to sell it. You actually need uh, to get it in front of people um, because everybody's bombarded with options these days. Uh, but if you don't have a good product, uh, a good ad campaign is only going to get you so far. Yeah. I mean, if you have yeah. an okay product for $59,000, it probably won't sell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's more than I paid for my house. That's so. basically what the ELR was. Uh, so we're not going to fully blame the... The, the Neil McDonough campaign. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that was. I mean, it, it was funny. Yeah, in a way. You yeah, know? I don't know if it was. I think it was supposed to be. Yeah, a it was. It's cheek. a little. Yeah, it's a little sarcastic, tongue yeah. in cheek. But uh, obviously, yeah. <laughs> but uh, it was good. It was cute. It just they needed to have a better product yeah. at a better price. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, they spent a lot of money on uh, a writer and a director. Not a ton of money on the the actual product itself. Right, so. Right. I mean, well, the thing of it is, though, Cadillac always did really well with their legacy cars. And I feel like part of it is that you don't buy a Cadillac thinking, like, uh, you know, I'm going to be cool. You kind of buy – like, Cadillac is like has always had this, like, uh, super, you know, upper middle class, uh, elder sort of appeal. Great cars, though, I will say. When I worked at a detail shop, some of those Cadillacs I drove were – utterly phenomenal cars um but it's just it was a completely different brand you know it wasn't necessarily the car to make the uh electric vehicle take off so yeah all right well that was uh that was our take of the best ad campaigns of the 21st century i know there's a lot on there that are missing but i did take everything from ad age um and i think that and if you're listening to this podcast like after 2200 then like there's probably some more 
that we've missed. Oh, yeah. So. I mean, there's tons. There's tons. But yeah. I just want to concise, you know, the, the Dove commercial is by far and everyone's number one. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, and for good reason. It did bring the company money and it did, you know, it did strike a chord with mm-hmm. a lot of people. So not as much as the Cadillac, I guess, uh, with Joe. <laughs> but that's fine. I think my favorite was actually the P&G Mom one. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, that was a great commercial. It was actually I really, really liked nice. That. The, uh, uh, like, just you almost see, like, the lives of these kids as they grow up to become Olympians, like, from, from diapers. And it's up. weird. Like, I'm so. assuming those were not real people in yeah. a way. But like, no, no, like they were certainly like patching together these lives. Yeah, it was. You know? Well, I know the kids weren't so, real, but I'm yeah. talking about like the mom at the Olympics. Oh, you, yeah, like as, as a trials. real mom. Yeah, I don't know. It was weird. It was, which is it good. Could, it's good that, it could have been. It's good that I questioned. So that. that's a good. Yeah, that makes yeah. me feel like it could be real, which makes it even stronger. Right. Yeah. Although it, that reminds, wasn't there a movie or a documentary or something like that about a kid growing up and like they literally filmed this kid's entire life. Like the like they would come in and film like two or three times a year. Sounds familiar. And they made like a documentary about this one kid growing up or something like that. And it like starts from birth all the way to like graduating from college or something like that. I don't hmm. remember what that was. Sounds familiar. All right. So where can we check you out? What's the name of your podcast? My podcast or did you title is, it uh, the, yeah, I have a podcast. <laughs> it's called The Past Within. Currently, I'm considering just like redoing the whole thing and coming up with TPW, a new name. TPW, we'll baby. Talk, talk about that. <laughs> That's, uh, that sounds like something that would be uh, owned by like Dow Chemical or something. TPW, <laughs> getting the PT dub, TP dub, TP the pass with them. Yeah. So uh, think about it. A bit more serious. Uh, sometimes we joke around a little bit, so I try to be. Yeah, except when I'm on. Yeah, when Ryan's on. <laughs> it's hard to joke around by yourself unless you're Ryan. So. That's true. I do it all the time. <laughs> All right, so uh, next time I need you to come over, uh, we're going to do the series finale, which is part of the Disney, like the Disney trip. So back to uh, you watching vacation photos. Okay, okay. Um, so I'll sh- I should bring some whiskey. Yeah, actually, that's a good idea, because this is like the finale to end all finales. Oh, okay, so it'll be a party. It's like my retirement yeah. party. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we should do like three parts, or if we should just do like one three-hour episode. I think we could do one three-hour episode, and then if you really want to break it into parts, you can like. I don't think so. I think I should just break get it up. like wasted. Yeah, I'm one three-hour episode. I I think uh, at some point I know I'm going to have to show your wife uh, some vacation photos of mine. Okay, uh, because she always asks, and I'm more than happy to to show her. I did send you a photo. I don't know if you yeah, saw. yeah, it was beautiful. I uh, tried to send you a photo of a car on the side of the road on fire. Oh, from my road trip. Wow, uh, it was pretty interesting. Yeah. But it didn't work. It didn't work. Was it was it like rescue vehicles there already? Or no. so it was like it was fresh. It was going. It was well it was it, no, it was just black smoke. I'm oh, okay. assuming So like something was burning yeah, in there, but like it, it wasn't it a raging could fire. Have become, so. Yeah. On the way back to Ohio, I was stopped in eastern Illinois for a good forty minutes and I was seeing black smoke come up and all the you know, uh, the the whole other side of the highway, like there were rescue vehicles going that way. And when I got over there, uh, a tractor trailer I saw had overturned and the whole thing had burned. The whole thing, all the the entire contents of the tractor trailer had burned. Um, I don't know if anybody was hurt, anything like that. So I've seen that, but you know, it is what it is. But no, the, the photo I sent Ryan was uh, I finally did a hike above the snow line. 
and it turns out it's really difficult, uh, <laughs> especially if you haven't been training. So uh, okay, well we'll talk about yeah, we'll talk our, about that. Yeah. Our drunk cast series drunk cast. finale <laughs> trips, photos, trips, photos, stories. Yeah, we'll just go crazy. Uh, reminiscences. I think that's a proper way to end a yeah. ten year run. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Uh, do 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 a drunk <laughs> podcast. Showing photos that the audience can't see. <laughs> just talking about it. It's awesome. This is the way to go out. <laughs> it is. All right. So that'll be next week. Next week is the finale. So, so as they say in the, uh, you know, a hundred years ago, tune in. Yeah, tune in next week. It's uh, it's the big the big one, the big one. All right. Uh, make sure to check out the past within. I uh, I visit every now and then. So um, maybe that's where I'll just continue my legacy. Living through the shadow of others. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good to me. We'll come up with bright lights and get you a good shadow. All right. Well, until next time. See you later. Farewell. <laughs>